recording. Hello. 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 Hi, everybody. How's it going? It's going good. We have our new microphone. We Hopefully do. Hopefully we set it up correctly. I love that that's the first thing we address and not the fact that you look like a Q-tip. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I am, this is your podcast with Smokey Glow and Krillin from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> You don't get that reference. Don't I act don't, like you do. but I saw somebody comment it, and a lot of people liked it, so I'm assuming it's something funny, you know? Somebody, somebody said I look like Krillin? Yeah, I'm pretty sure somebody commented that. It was something I didn't know, so I didn't heart it, but I Can saw a lot of people like it. Can you hear my head rubs? Probably. I don't think the mic's picking it up. Well, okay. Too bad. Yeah, Charles, I know if you're listening to this, you can't see him, but Charles, I'm bald. he shaved I'm his head. I'm finally free. We filmed a video, like a vlog-style video. It's true. It's on the... This channel. If you're listening to this on Spotify, on our YouTube channel... Wait, wait. Can I make an announcement? Sure. We are on Apple Podcasts now, which is so exciting for me. Wow. I listen to our... I listen to... That's how I listen to things usually is Apple Podcasts, and I listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, and I was so excited. And have we bought an Apple product in... 10 years. It's like all I buy, but, we, but we're listening. To, that's not true. You have an iPad. I didn't buy it. You bought it for me. Okay. Well, anyway, we're on Apple Podcasts now. Super excited about that. So if you enjoy listening to... Don't hit the mic. You have to try your best not to hit the mic. Or slurp next to it. Um, if you want to listen to us on streaming platform, streaming platforms, we're available on pretty much all streaming platforms now. Yes, we are. Pretty sure. He does no idea. He doesn't handle that side all of it. All streaming platforms. I was instrumental in that process. Yeah, Charles really, like, uh, what is it called? Like, captained the ship yeah. on the getting us yeah. on platforms. Spearheaded the project. There you go. You spearheaded that project. But, yeah. So, Charles shaved his head, and we uploaded a video about it to this Middle Ground YouTube channel, which I think is it was fun. It was, Do you not hear these lights buzzing? No, I hear them. I'm worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't lie. We have big, All I hear is... <laughs> We have um, these dining room lights that are, what is it, eight? It's so bright, I can't look There's at it. eight of them. Eight light bulbs that just hang down. It's very, um, what's it? What's that mid-century modern with like a rustic um, utilitarian really? vibe? I would call it like um, the Applebee's aesthetic. <laughs> um, it's not, it's interesting, but they buzz the lights. And I wonder if it's because we have smart bulbs in them. We have like the bulbs that dim, you can dim them. And you control it with um, um, Jeff Bezos. You control it with him. And we... <laughs> the second richest man in the world. The second richest, richest man in the world. But you control it with him and it, it like does it. I always wonder if that's the reason or if they just buzz because something's about to explode. Yeah. It would not be the first time that we've had an electrical explosion in our house. No, it wouldn't be, even be the second, actually. I think it would probably be the third or fourth yeah, time, something like that. Yeah, a couple outlets blow. Yeah, I want to move. Um, <laughs> Unless you're somebody who's buying our house and, in which and case, is watching this old podcast, in which case our electricity is perfect. Should it's we great. talk about that, actually? Or do you want to do like a whole podcast dedicated to if we if we end up moving? Well, yeah, I mean, we're... We're in the process, the very, very beginning stages of the process And by to... that, she means she obsessively checks Zillow every, <laughs> every night. Every day. No, we're in, like, the beginning stages of potentially selling this home and moving into a new home. Which we always planned to be here for five years, but now it seems like bit we're going to be here for three. Well, we had, I think it's, um, we had a lot of... If you remember when I, I think I only had like 15,000 subscribers when I announced that this house was happening. So a lot of people probably don't know the tea with this house, but basically we had a family member pass away really suddenly who had a bunch of, he had two houses, correct? That were. Yes. He owned his 
house that he bought. And he lived in. And lived in. And then he owned this house. The house that his parents lived in in the city that he had never like sold. They had already owned it outright, so they didn't owe any money on it, so yeah. they just never sold it. It just sat here for a really long time and nobody was, lived in he it. He was the kind of guy who liked to hold on to stuff. Yes. And not change it. So yes. like he and he he liked to just like keep stuff the way that it was, the way that he knew it. Yeah. So this house he just he didn't want to sell it. His parents lived here. I think he grew up in this house. He did. He did. So he kept, he held on to it and just didn't sell it. Yeah. And then when he passed away, all of a sudden, this house was just sitting here. Empty. Empty. And no money was owed on it, really, except taxes we had to pay. But other than that, there wasn't any money. But it needed a lot of work. Like, we got in, finally, and the bathroom ceiling had caved in, and the, there was a bunch of water damage. The kitchen was incredibly outdated. Like, the appliances were from, like, the 70s. Like, the, the there was still a television and a record player in here that were from, I think, the 60s. So it was, it needed, like, a new paint job. All the electricity needed updating. It needed a new roof. It needed a new furnace. So basically, we bought it for a very cheap price because it needed so much work done. Mm-hmm. And then we did a lot. Obviously, we didn't do the roof ourselves or paid for the new roof. But we, we did pretty much the rest of the work in it. So then because everything kind of just took off in life, we just decided to move along the process a little bit faster. And I think working from home, which is like a small house. Yeah, this is not, <laughs> a, not suitable to work No, but all that to say. Hannah's entire YouTube channel comes out of an 8 by 8 room. Yeah. So, which is and then this obviously is filmed in our dining room. Yeah. Like this is the, house the corner. Is so small that like when we have clutter, I physically cannot move around the home. Yeah. Like I have I'm stepping over stuff. Well, this, and I, I think, think this I think it's just over a thousand square feet. Yeah, it's 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 very dark. It's a small home. Well, and the bedrooms are very small because it's an older house. So it's just it's it, I think it would have been perfect for us had I not done YouTube. Like, I think if we just needed to exist here, this would be perfect. But I think because we're also trying to run what is now becoming like a business outside in, yeah. in this house as well. It just has become I mean, too our much. Pod, we're literally sitting in our living room. Yeah. Right now, or yeah, our, our dining, dining room. room for our podcast. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because. Yeah. I think it would be nice to have a little bit more space to play around with for like the YouTube stuff, yeah. but also just like in life, it would be nice <laughs> to yeah. have a closet that you could actually get into and, you know, like just stuff like that. Yeah. My big thing is I just want a closet, but it, all this to say, we're living in a house right now that is not completely finished because we were going to have it done by now, but then Corona happened. Yeah. So, so we have unfinished projects. Everything's everywhere. unfinished. Like our light switches don't have any Most covers. the electricity is updated now. I, I would, would say we're 85%. Downstairs done with the electricity. I don't know. I still have the big but yellow Hannah's, cord. Hannah's office still runs <laughs> on electricity piped directly from the basement through like a, a two inch diameter yellow cord. If you watch the talktorials, you'll see it in the background yeah. every once in a while. It's just snaked We're up in a corner. We're very lucky in the fact that my stepdad is kind of like a handyman. Yeah. He part as, I don't want to say what his job was, but he was, it was, he did a lot of engineering type stuff. Yeah. Like building. He's knowledgeable on a lot of things. Building electronics. And he knew, knew knows how to run electricity, and uh, most things he knows how to do. Yeah. So, and also just like in general, our parents have been a huge help because like my dad did the kitchen for us and like helped us with that. And well, then yeah, we put together our own. Basically, all this to say, we want to move eventually in the next like year or so, and so that's why we're talking about like, oh, if you want to buy our house, because we're gonna have to put it up on the market soon, kind of as is, kind of saying it's like still semi a fixer upper. Do you think that'll add to the price if we're like YouTube celebrities? No, 
lived here from the ages of 25 to no, 28. No, I don't think that would add anything. But no, I think basically... I, Local YouTube I think, celebrities I think it'll home. decrease the value of the home because we painted a room pink to service the office. We did. No, I think realistically, I think we're not going to really pour too to much... To be fair, it was a different color of pink before. It was, it was like a light pale pink, and I painted it like a lilac purple color. Yes. But no, I think we're just going to honestly, because what we have left to do would require, well, what we what we wanted to do if we were going to stay here for a long time was a lot more. But now that we're kind of planning on leaving, we're not going to put as much time and money into what's left, because it's just like whoever buys it gets to do it now. Yeah. So because of that, we've just been kind of like dealing with the weird things that happen, like our lights buzzing mm-hmm. and... Our electricity not being finished entirely yeah. and all of that Yesterday, fun stuff. I accidentally punched a light bulb out of the sockets. That's great. You were putting on a shirt. I don't want to make it sound like it was in a rage and you like oh, punched yeah, the yeah. air. He was the, putting on a sweatshirt. The ceilings upstairs are Low. only like six and a half feet tall. So a little taller than that. I, I, if I stood on my tippy toes, my head would touch in that hallway. That's true. The hallway is really low. So, and I'm only six two. So, it's... yeah, it's not great. It's not a great situation. It's a good. It's. I don't want to say though. I. All, I don't want to make it sound like we aren't really grateful for the house though, because this was a really big blessing no, for yeah. us. And it was nice that we were here during quarantine. Yes. Because I can't imagine being our old apartment. Oh. Can you imagine being in there during the no. quarantine? No. It would have been awful. Yeah. People, I know a bunch of my friends are in apartments right now during all this, and I know especially the first leg of quarantine, it's tough being in an apartment setting because you really can't even, like, go out for a walk because it's usually in a more, like, residential or a city area, you know? Yeah. So, like, my friend David can't even really go outside and walk without risking running into other people. He couldn't. He didn't want to touch the stairs because other people used it. Like yeah, that's communal living, communal living was, I think, really hard for a lot of people, which is why I think a lot of people had a tough time this year. But I think for us, it's just kind of this house was a blessing, and now we get to pass the blessing along. You yeah. know, so I think we're going to move soon, which is cool. It's exciting to think about. And also, well, I can't even say that because it's going to dox us. What? Maybe we can tell a story, some s- stories about the house after we move. Well, I know one story in particular that yeah. we have to tell. The second we move. Let me, let's just say crazy things have been happening to around us yes. ever since we moved in since, this house. Since about a week before we moved in. I wish we could tell the story, but we really can't. Trust me when we, we say, when we tell you the story in two years when we're out of this house, it's going to blow your mind. Yeah, but like we had one of the, about a week before we moved in, the most insane thing that has ever happened to me in my entire or me, life. Or, or me. Yeah. In our entire life happened. It ha- Something crazy happened, basically. And we can't talk about it yet because it'll dox us, but I've been dying to tell this I've story. I've been dying to tell this story, since we, too. Since we moved in here, but I didn't want to, if you Google it, you you can find where we live pretty easily. So yeah. it was nuts, though. And then also just other weird things happen all the time. Yeah. We have weird stuff going on in the street. So I think, you know, it's it's a beautiful... I actually love where we, we live. Should, but... Once we move, we should uh, tell a story, tell all of our funny stories about this house. There's so many. I can tell one right now. What? Well, first, we're getting... Do you want to say... Just so people stick. Oh, this is going to be. We're going to talk about Biden, the Biden Harris administration, and our hopes and fears. But I thought we would do a little happy buffer first, so it's not just all bogged down in politics all all week. I want to tell this story just because it's developing. Okay. So I don't even know what this is. Actually, you know the snail. (gasps) Oh my god! Okay, go ahead. Like two weeks ago or a week ago, I went and I was in the basement. And I saw something. Our basement, the walls are mostly, it's in pretty good shape. But there's a couple, like. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's in pretty good are shape. Are you sure? It's a 200-year-old house. I don't go down I mean, there often, to be fair. It's in pretty good shape. 
And it's a relatively like open and well-lit basement. So it's a really nice basement. But there's a couple spots in the walls where there's like the paint has chipped and like you can get into like the inside inside of the walls. Sorry, Oliver, Oliver. <laughs> just decided he had to be heard. Um, and uh, I saw this thing sticking out of the wall. And I at first I was like, is that a wire? What is that? And I put a light on it and it was leopard printed. And I was like, is there a he goes, python he goes, in our wall? He goes, Hannah. <laughs> I, I never go in the basement because it scares me. So I don't like to go down there. So I went down with him and I was looking at it and I was like, that's, I grew up in the country. So I was like, that's a snake. Like that looked like a it python. It was leopard print. It looked like a, it looked like a rattlesnake kind of, but without the rattle on his tail. So I was like, that's a snake. We need to get out now because it's going to bite us. But then I, but then it I was just the tail too sticking out. That there was slime all over the hole in the wall. Yeah. So it was like, this looks like a grub. Yeah. So I Googled it. And first of all, what would you say? There was probably, we could see probably four inches of it. Four or at five. least four or five inches of it sticking out the wall. Yeah. So we Google it. And what was the name of it? The European leopard oh, snail something. or something? It's, it's literally called the largest slug. Like, that's the name for it. it <laughs> no, no, it, it is. Like it trans- leopard it translates to the giant slug. But apparently. It is the biggest slug yeah, in the world. Apparently. They, first of all, these things are not local to us. They're an invasive species. But they, they are. I, they are but I've lived in Rochester my entire life, and yeah. I've never seen one of these. Neither ever. have I. So it's this snail. It was probably slug two-inch diameter, right? Like, it was, like, No, it was, it was probably thicker than that. Two inches is pretty thick. I don't know. It was thick. She was thick. It was thick. <laughs> and we saw four inches of it in oh. the wall. So it it was in, it, it, and I kind of left it alone, A, because it was, like, at nine at night, I and I didn't like, feel like doing combat I was, I was with like, a, a giant creature. I was in the back, like, pull it out, pull it out. Yeah. And he was like, no. <laughs> you pull it out. I was like, no. So then I agreed. But then it went missing. It, so it, it went further into the wall. And I'm pretty sure it's living in the wall now. Sorry. And the, the problem is I can see all the slime trails from yeah. where it's moving at night. Yeah. But it's never down there when I'm out there. And it's the spot that it lives is like two feet away from our laundry machine. So every time I go down to do the laundry now... I'm like looking out for the snail and I'm not gonna lie, it's not a dangerous animal. So like even if he came out, it's not like poisonous. Like it's not gonna hurt us. This no, but slug. it's terrifying. But it looks horrifying it's and pro- also it probably was bigger than Stella. I no, don't be dramatic. <laughs> I have nightmares about this snail though. I'm like, don't be dramatic, because I'm like, I dream about it. I literally have nightmares that I'll wake up and think that this I'm like covered in snails. Like ever since I've seen it, it's given me horrible anxiety at night yeah, because it, I don't do well with those things. Normally I don't mind bugs, but I don't even want to mess with He's this big. Guy. He's big. What I'm hoping happens is it's freezing down there. I'm hoping that he just like freezes to death and I don't have to do anything. Well, yeah. I hope he just leaves and survives. But barring the fact of him leaving and living a long, happy life, I hope he freezes <laughs> to death. Because I don't want to have to deal with no, him. No, it it's definitely me. really creepy. Definitely scary. I thought he was dead already because the tail, when we saw it, didn't move. So I was like, oh, is this like a dead animal? But he's he's definitely alive because yes. he left. He moved. And we haven't really seen him since. Yeah. So that's been fun. <laughs> That's my one story. Yeah, I have another basement story I'll tell when we do our house podcast. We should do. We should do a house one. Oh my god! I don't want to talk about that one. We should talk about our funny stories though, because this house I actually do love. This house and there's a lot of really good memories associated with it. Like we had a really good time here, but I think we've outgrown it. Number one and number two, I think 
it'll just be, you know, this, this wasn't always meant to be the permanent forever home. So yeah. I think it'll be nice to, I also think it'll be fun to like, you know what we should do is on this channel, when we do start the moving slash house looking process, maybe we can bring we the vlog like channel. Vlog. Yeah, vlog it a little bit because people love that type of stuff. I also think it'd be interesting to do a whole podcast talking about the process of buying a home. Because I've just been looking into what it entails to buy a house, like really, like legitimately buy one. Because this house was kind of a weird situation, but yeah, like this is purchased from a family. Yeah, members, so, so we didn't have to like go through a bank or anything. But like this time, we're gonna have to go through a bank and get a mortgage and get approved and like go through that whole process of like being an escrow and like I think it'd be fun to do a whole podcast talking about that process because I feel like I had no idea what it would entail, and now that we're starting the process, I'm like, holy shit, there's so much that goes into it. And so much that we, like, need to know, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. But anyway, are you tired? I, I kind of am tired. Whenever I speak, you start yawning, and it's a little, Your I don't know. Your voice is just so comforting. It puts me to sleep. That's a really good way of spinning it. I appreciated <laughs> that. Yeah, I, uh, I, woke, I woke up early today to do a board game day with some of my friends, and uh, it was fun. That's good. Played some Pandemic. And then we played... A little too on the nose, I think. Russian Rail- Railways, I think the game was called. It was very fun. I won by a lot. Did you? Yes, I'm very good at worker placement games. And this was a yeah. worker placement game. So I thought for today, because Joe Biden is getting inaugurated on Wednesday, the 20th, and we will officially be saying goodbye to Donald Trump, I thought... <laughs> Na 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 na. Um, I thought it would be fun to look through kind of what Biden and Harris have said they're going to do regarding certain policies, um, and just kind of see. <coughs> One of what, my dogs is crying. Sorry, sorry about that. What they're gonna What they're gonna do with certain regarding certain policies, and just kind of see, like what they're gonna say, and kind of what we think about that, what our hopes are, what our fears are, what we think will get passed, what we think might not just kind of go from there. So we're getting this information from JoeBiden.com slash Joe's vision. Joe's so vision. we're going to kind of go through his different just plans, not all of them probably, but just ones that we might have opinions on. I think obviously the biggest thing is his COVID-19 plan. So I guess we'll see. Now that the election's over, I can officially say that I don't like Joe Biden. Hmm. I wish Same. he wasn't the presidential candidate. Maybe we should start there, I guess. What are our overall thoughts? I don't like Joe Biden. I don't either. I like Kamala Harris slightly better, but I I don't know. She even has some interesting things with police and she she She's a weird past. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm just so sick of establishment candidates. And I'm really hoping that the Senate sorry, was no, that you're too fine. close to my face. I really am hoping that now that we have won the Senate and we have the House, I'm hoping that um, we will see some real pressure for some of these younger senators and the more leftist type um, people to kind of push things a little further to the left. Does that make sense? No, I I don't disagree with you. I think what I, I think I disagree that that's going to happen. But I don't disagree with you that that's what I wish would happen. I mean, I think I was I, I was it's very much happen eventually, right? And why not now? It doesn't though, really. And also, I was very much like first I was Elizabeth Warren. That was like my candidate. I loved Elizabeth Warren. Sorry if you hear Stella crying. In the she background. wants to get to us. But then we got to Biden, and I was like, well, okay. <laughs> Remember that TikTok? I think that's how everybody's reaction to Biden is like, well, all right, <laughs> I guess. TikTok that was like, please don't make me vote for Joe Biden. Like, yeah. that's how I felt. Yeah. But I was going to vote Democratic no matter what just because of the threat 
Yeah. She's very sad. She wants. She's. We she's have a little. Sad. We have a little gate up blocking off the table, so they can't get back here, regardless, because Stella poops under she the likes table. To poop under the table. She loves Oliver it. Oliver pooped under the table. Stella, Stella poops under the table. It's a legacy thing. So um, we've put this barrier up, so she can't get back here, and now she's very upset that she can't be with us. So if she's crying. It's not because she needs anything. It's just because she's mopey. I don't want people to think we're like neglecting her. She, she just, just wants a hug. Yeah, she, she we're neglecting hugs right now, but we'll give her one later. So it, just to start off, we're not the biggest fans of Biden. He was not our first choice, but I think we can both agree that he is an improvement. I mean, yeah, the bar is low. Would be an improvement. Yeah, Stella would. Mike have been Pence an would have been an improvement. Honestly, that's the scary thing. Yeah. Okay, so Joe and Kamala's plan to beat COVID. They're going to listen to science, ensure public health decisions are by informed public health professionals, and restore trust, transparency, common purpose, and accountability you know what's to our sad government. About that, though. What? Why is the fact that? We're going to listen to science. I know. Has to be in a candidate's platform. Like, is that not the bare minimum? Yeah. It's like absurd. You know what's so funny is I was thinking about this today, actually. And I was like, wow. Only Americans, specifically, as we're a specific breed, that only we could make a global pandemic political. Because it's not political. It's science. There's nothing political about the global pandemic. Nothing. Like, yeah. there's no do politics. Countries have these big anti-mask movements. I'm sure they. Have? I'm sure they do at a, on a. I'm sure they do on like. I'm sure they do on like a smaller scale, but I would argue that a lot of it is based on rhetoric that they hear from Americans. Like that's because I heard actually from a lot of my Canadian viewers that they have this forming party of people who follow Trump. But that's from American rhetoric. That's nuts. I know. That's crazy. That's scary. You're like, so blessed to live in Canada. Living in Canada and being like, they. Pro- but I feel like those people probably don't even know what Trump stands for. They don't. They just like the racism and and, oh, and the yeah, sexism for sure. All, all the isms. Yeah. They don't. They don't support the other stuff yeah. he does. I know? mean, I think Biden's plan for COVID is better. Here's the thing. Nobody really knows entirely what to do for COVID. So it's kind of like we just have scientists. to. Well, no, they obviously scientists. don't. No, but I'm saying like as far as the perfect plan to make everything go away. So nobody you know, knows how to do that. I don't think that's true because there's so many. Look at New Zealand. They've got mm. like 18 cases in the whole country. You're right. Korea. I think one of the Koreas or is it Vietnam? One, one Vietnam. Of, one of I think it's Korea, South Korea had a really good response. It's like yeah. there's these countries that have good responses exist, but do you know what they did? They did a two week freeze. Some of them did like a whole month freeze and paid. For Italy, people. Italy did like three months of where no, it was strict quarantine. Yeah, Nobody was allowed uh, to leave their houses, and they paid people to stay home. That is the difference between most countries in America. Is America? About, they're not. Oh, no, it's okay. They're just not paying people to stay home, so they 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 don't have a choice. Look up right now. Look up South Dakota COVID rates. Oh, I don't even want to talk about South Dakota, actually. If you live in South Dakota, I'm sorry that you live there because it is – I heard this on, the, on the news the other day that South Dakota – looks like they're coming down now. But I heard this about a couple weeks ago that – so they have 105,000 cases, right? Mm-hmm. What total cases? Look up the population now of South Dakota. Because this I is actually probably news, good for her to keep her over there. Yeah, they have eight hundred, just about nine hundred thousand population. So that means that one in nine people caught COVID in South Dakota. I heard somewhere on the news, it, this was a while ago, that 
at one point in time, South Dakota had the highest COVID rate of anywhere in the world of beating out entire other countries. Per capita. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad in the U.S. And it's sad because I think in New York, we're almost a little bit um, removed because we have a Cuomo. He takes it so seriously for the most part. And I don't love everything he's... I don't love everything he's done COVID response-wise. Like, I don't think he's been perfect by any means. But he definitely took it seriously from the jump. And if it wasn't for him, New York City would have been, like, wiped out. Like, the people of New York City, if he hadn't have cracked down when he did, that would have been – the death tolls would have been insert. Like, there literally is – no, he he took that from 30,000 deaths in one month to, like, 1,000 in one month. Like, so I think we're a little bit disconnected. But to hear what's happening in other states even, it's, like, the most horrifying thing yeah, I think what I would like to see from the Biden presidency in regards to COVID is, first of all, just acknowledging it exists and taking it seriously. Wear masks. Yeah, listening to science. If Joe but, could not get coronavirus because of his own stupidity, that would be a first step in the right they're direction. They're talking about a $1,400 payment to round it up to 2000 That's obviously not, that? that's not enough. I think they owe people back pay. Am I crazy? I know that'll never happen. But I think no. they owe the American people back pay on the nine months that we went with nothing. Yes, but there's other ways that they can do that. Like, they this don't have to give debt back forgiveness. pay everybody. Yeah. Debt student loan forgiveness. And they could do the rent, rent ceases. They could do... Pay the landlords the rent. No, and then for fuck landlords. Oh, okay. The fuck landlords. Okay, fuck them. Well, then, but the problem is you can't just say it's. I, I get in theory it's like fuck landlords. Like I don't disagree with you. However, you can't say that. But then it's also like the banks are going to be asking the landlords for money, and you the landlords what? don't have Maybe money. Maybe they should pull themselves up by their bootstraps and go get real jobs. Landlords aren't always the problem, <laughs> and the evil people you think they are. I agree that some are, but not I, all I'm landlords. I'm very anti-landlord. As somebody who's had landlords my entire life, very anti-landlord. Sorry, we could talk about. Listen, let's do another podcast that, on that because that's we an interesting. Do a whole we other actually class on, a whole other podcast on class, class politics in the United States. Absolutely. Oh, but, that would be such a. We should write that down. Though. Did you get my text today? No. I texted Which you. One? I texted you, and I was like, "Can we talk on the podcast about how people who don't understand minimum wage are fucking stupid?" Yes, let's <laughs> talk about that. Okay. Anyway, so basically, I think. Any COVID relief, monetary, any monetary relief right now is going to be helpful regardless. But it needs to be reoccurring because there's still people out of work. Exactly. There's still people. And this is why, you know what, you want to cry about landlords, oh, boo-hoo. But this would benefit them if you pay people stimulus checks more often than twice every nine months. They can pay their rent and it'll trickle up. I also think the cutoff for, I low-key wish that the stimulus was not I don't know if that's gonna be a popular opinion. I don't necessarily think the stimulus check needs to be going to every single person in America. Does that make sense? Did she get in? She she vaulted. She jumped over the gate. No she didn't. She jumped Maybe over that the gate, gate is like three feet high. She jumped onto her crate. I hate her. And she climbed <laughs> past the gate. Stella, what the fuck? Okay, just let her be. So I I I don't know if this can be a popular opinion or not, but I don't necessarily think that every single person in America should be getting the stimulus check. I feel like you should be applying for stimulus, and then like if you apply for it, you get it, and that's how you go about getting it. 
Like, I mean, why is because we don't need stimulus checks, you and I? Like, we don't need that money. I'd rather that. I'd rather one person. I'd rather all the people who don't need it forego their checks, and then they raise the checks for the people that do need it. I don't disagree with you, right? But it's, Does that not seem logical? I, I don't disagree with you, but it's a very fine. How do you determine? Then that's you don't get to, you don't determine if you make under a certain income, which is I think it was like one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year. If you make under that, you can apply and you get one if you want it. But I if think you don't you vastly need it, underestimate the amount of bureaucracy. That would go into making that happen, and it would just slow everything down. It's you way easier so? to just give everyone money. If you don't want, I guess that's true. You know what I mean? It's, it's you can like, just donate it if you don't want it. But right? No, I guess that's true. That's a good point. We'll see what happens. I agree with you though that it needs to be monthly, and I also think that the vaccine rollout needs to be happening at a much yeah. quicker. I just rate. saw today that they are. Trump administration never planned for a round two of COVID no, vaccines. they did not. So all these people got round one vaccines yeah. and there's no plan in place to get them nope. their round twos. Nothing. There's nothing in place to get them a round two. Yeah, so that's fun. When yeah. It's a two-round vaccine to make it effective. <laughs> so uh, that's been great. Okay, let's see. Uh, the economy. Jobs recovering plan for working families. I mean, we kind of just covered that. But I don't think the economy recovers till the pandemic is handled. That's exactly period. what I was going to say. Okay. People need more money needs to be in the hands of people, I not agree. corporations. Yeah. Well, the fact that corporations are even getting bailouts right now when most of them are profiting off the pandemic is like the weirdest. We thing. we have seen the largest growths in wealth in human history. Yes. It just I mean. Jeff Bezos and Elon, uh, Musk. Elon Musk alone have, like, they have more wealth than entire, they've gained more wealth than entire countries, than Since the GDP started. of entire countries yeah. in the past year. That's absurd. Yeah. they've So to see them getting bailouts, I think, is... Crazy. I don't even understand why it's happening, I guess, but I guess I do, because they buy the politicians. Capitalism. Yeah. Like, I get it, but at the same time, like, Capitalism. fuck, is that fucking stupid? And then they also have afford- their health care plan. So their plan is to build off of the Affordable Care Act, like build off of that, but instead make it so it's still not free health care for everyone. I don't know. We'll have to see how that, <coughs> excuse me, we'll have to see how that. I think, <coughs> if, I think if we're talking about senators who are going to push for something, it's going to be this. We'll have to see what happens with that because, I mean. I, I think he could be persuaded. Yeah, to, to I, do universal health care. The detail, health care is such a complicated issue that yeah. we would have to see the details of the plan. But I think that the things I would like to see is expanding the the government option and reducing costs and reducing co-pays and reducing, um, what do they call it when you have to pay money? You Like I have to pay $500 before it. I know the word. Called? I know the word, but I don't know. Deductibles. Yeah, deductibles. Reducing that. And I think those are the big things. Do you not think free health care for all people? No, of course I do. That's what I think. Of course I do. But, I mean, okay, so we pay everybody's health care. If they still have $80 co-pays, $100 co-pays, and a $2,000 deductible, then it's useless. The point is they wouldn't have that. The point is it would be systems like how NHS Well, that's what I'm saying. We have to see the details of a free health care. I mean, here's... Because it needs to be actually free. It can't just be no monthly payments. But the problem is people are like, oh, we don't know how we do that. We have blueprints from other countries on how to do that. We just have to scale it to our country's size because we are a bigger country than a lot of it. In Canada, though, they have a similar population size to us. No, they're less small. Oh, are they? Either way, 
I it's we have there's blueprints. no reason it can't scale up. We're the richest. We were. I don't know if we still are. The richest nation in the world. We can make it happen. I think what's frustrating for me. Here, Stone. She the other day. I hear I hear her messing with her food bin, and I'm like, I, and I get up to go get her because I'm like she's gonna try and knock over her food bin, and she's standing inside of the food bin, just going. <laughs> Eating mouthfuls like, of food. Well, it's like that scene in Spirited Away where it's the ghost yeah. man that eats everything. That's, That's Stella. What she, That's who she should be for no Halloween. Face. No face. No, you know what I was actually thinking would be cute for Halloween? What? If I dress up as Oliver, you dress up as Stella, and we dress Stella up as you and Oliver up as me. I can't paint my face black, though. That would be not okay. a great... You know, this, this is a good, good <laughs> That'd be not a great look. Oliver, Oliver's jealous. Come over now. Great, great. Okay. I think, honestly, if we could just adapt everything that, like, European countries do, um, we would be in a better position. <laughs> like, paid time off for vacations. Like, did you know in other yeah. countries they get, like, 12 weeks paid yes, vacation? I, I know. Isn't I know. that nuts to think about? Yes. Can you imagine what, if we got 12 weeks? What drives weeks? me crazy is why Republicans don't want that. I know. Right? It makes imagine productivity. Being so brainwashed by the ruling elite that you're like, I don't need no vacation. I work. I'm proud of working hard. <laughs> Like, okay, go off, I guess. All those tweets that are like, I'm just built different. That's how Republicans act. They're like, we're just built different. We just want to work hard. We want to work ourselves to literal death for nothing. (laughs) That's what we want. Guess the dogs are joining us today. They're joining us for the pod. Would you have any opinions on healthcare, Stella? She should, because she's she's been to the vet, the emergency vet already. (laughs) We were talking about the dogs. Speaking of healthcare, we were talking about them, and Charles was like, "Yeah, I guess at year two they start to really chill out, and like they don't, you know, the medical stuff. Like they they'll calm down with the eating everything and being crazy." And I was like, "Yeah, financially to get them there though is like a (laughs) fuck ton of money. (laughs) It takes a lot to get them to that point." I think the other important thing to talk about is climate change. Which, again, Biden is using scientists for climate change instead yeah. the of... The climate change, weirdly, I feel like is the easiest thing to do. I agree. <clears throat> because I feel like once it's mandated, corporations aren't going to put up a big fuss about it. They're just going to do it and make it, like, a spin it as a positive. Like, Nike is going all eco-friendly. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, because it's becoming more trendy to yeah. care about the environment. Thank God. <laughs> I think that they, most of the corporations kind of knew that this would happen eventually. I So agree. I feel like... I feel like that one's not even going to be that. Now, Green New Deal, though. That would be a sexy thing to see. We'll see. The Green New Deal. It does need work. I agree with people. But AOC is, like, spearheading that whole thing by herself. Like, yeah. she's the only one. Imagine if she was giving given a team who had the resources to fully... Well, she, there's other people on board with that. No, though. but she's, she's like, the, the main... She's the main person who... She's talked before about how she yeah. doesn't have enough support to actually research yeah. the ideas they it's have. It's funny seeing all these people being like, AOC is going to challenge Chuck Schumer. And it's like, I love AOC as much as the next person. Yeah. But if you think AOC is going to take... Chuck Schumer's spot. No, you have no idea how politics works because no. that dude is so ingrained in New York uh, City, like no. he'll never leave. You know what's funny about it is I was talking about like um, how AOC and Bernie. We were talking in the last podcast about how they're semi radical, and people were like, "Yeah, they are the moderate candidates in other countries. It's true. It's like true. the idea, the ideas they are pushing are not radical for most people." And I was like, "That is sobering to think yeah. about. That we're over here fighting for these things, and we think we think we're part of like radical left, but yeah. we're not. We're literally just asking for basic human rights. But because we live in America, that is radicalized. Mm-hmm. Do you know how insane that is? Anyway, um, if we also I feel like it's important to talk about. First of all, we're getting rid of Betsy DeVos. Oh! 
not, I want nothing more for the education. I want her to sail of, away on her boat and just leave America forever. No, I want her to be tried <laughs> okay, and, yeah. and hung as a traitor. That's what I want. I want her to... We're, you know we're want, not for actually, the death penalty. I, I want her... Clear. Her punishment should be that she has to run... Like, whatever detention room or I see, like, we call it roar room at my school. But whatever, wherever the place where students go when they act out in classes, I want her to go to, like, the most underfunded district. And that's her job for the rest of her life, like is to, to the, run that room. She's the, what were they called? The RTS or whatever. She's one of the security officers that has to deal oh, with yeah. it. That's, I just want her, that's what she should have to do for the rest of her life, is work in a public school. Yeah, that would be the worst punishment for her of all time. Yeah. She couldn't hang. Instead, she's going to fly out with of office with her brother pardoned. I know. His war criminals pardoned. I know. And she's, for those of you who don't know, Betsy DeVos' stepbrother? Brother-in-law? I don't remember Brother-in-law, I believe. Uh, literally is in charge of a, the owner of a group of mercenaries who committed war, war crimes. So that's fun. And they got pardons. But Should we say allegedly or are we covered know, legally? Just, they got pardoned and you need to you admit guilt to be now. pardoned. We have a lawyer. But sue us, Betsy. You need, but the thing about a pardon is you need to admit guilt to T, be pardoned. You T, can't pardon right. somebody if they didn't commit a crime. You're right. So pardoning these people admits that they are war criminals. Yeah. The other thing I think besides that, obviously it's anybody put in her position is going to be good, but it is also somebody who's the superintendent of Chicago schools, which I think is a really good step. Yeah. Somebody who actually knows what city schools look like, I think is a great step for education. Also, I think it's important to talk about, though, Biden's alleged kind of plans for student debt forgiveness. That would be Because right now, Schumer is pushing for a ratio of all debt. He yes. wants all student loan and, debt taken off And this off is where table. I hope that the left can kind of lean on the leadership, because here's the thing. If the leadership in the Democratic Party wants to get anything done at this point and going forward, they have to embrace the radical left. I agree. And I say radical left, but you know what I mean. Yeah. My people. People who want basic human rights. <laughs> yeah. They have to embrace the, embrace the leftmost people in America. Yeah. Otherwise, they don't They don't have the numbers. No. So, we'll form a new party eventually, just like the Trump people did. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's getting to that point where I think we're going to see people splitting off. So I'm hoping that we'll see, instead of cooperating with Republicans, I hope we'll see them cooperating with, you know, within the party and with the more leftward-leaning people. So do you actually think they're going to erase all student debt? Um, no, I don't think they I will. don't either. And honestly, I don't think they need to erase all student debt, but I think er- erasing a big portion of it would be. I this I first of all, I want them to erase all student debt. Like in my dream world, nobody would have to pay to have an education. Education wouldn't be a luxury, right? Realistically, I would hope that instead of that, I would hope that they would make it so student loan companies are legally not allowed to be as predatory as they are in the sense that you take out a loan and then they make your interest rate 23% like every yeah. every time you pay. So you'll take out a loan for 15000 you pay it for five My years. My highest interest rate right now I think is like 16%. Yeah, so you take out a loan, you pay it for five years, and then you owe 16000 because all you've been paying on it is interest because that's all you can afford. So how predatory student loans are is what I would really love to see change if they're unwilling to make education more accessible. See, though, but that's you're talking about two separate issues because making f- future education free is a lot easier than making than forgiving current debt because right now a lot of these banks that are student loan companies feel like they have that money so they're going to lot to be a, hard, hard, a lot harder to keep the money that they already have 
than they are to prevent future earnings. Do you know what I'm saying? I disagree. I think it's easy. I There's more lose. money in future earnings than there would be just to lose no, all that. No, but here's the thing. Even forgiving student debt, they're, they're not just erasing that. The government is still paying. No, I'm aware of how debt. that works. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't At think. At least that's my understanding of it. Oh, no, I don't think they're just going to say you guys are shit out of luck. Like, they yeah. can't do that. I think it would be. But I think making it free would be, especially. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I, there needs to be some free option. I think you know all I community mean? colleges should be free. It had something like the SUNY network that was free. Well, the way that works, too, is it's not just that it's free. Your undergraduate is completely paid for. Like, that is free, correct? But that is with the kind of that is kind of with the caveat that you have to stay in New York State and work in New York State for five years. But that makes sense to me. It makes perfect York, sense. If New York State's paying for your education, they want to make sure that they're well, that's, return on that's their That's why I think it's so smart because they're paying, yes, they're paying upfront costs and it costs money to send people to college for free. However, you're getting a return on investment and that you're getting college educated students who are in your workforce and want to stay in New York because they have like yeah. a, a, a passion, right? I mean, it makes perfect sense for other states to implement something like that. States don't want to do that, especially red states, because they don't want people to be educated. They don't want people to be educated because more educated people tend to lean blue if you look at the numbers. So states like Tennessee and West Virginia and Kentucky will never do that because they don't want people to go to college. Yes. Which is, it's crazy because it's it's like the duality of it is like the irony of it is like just mind blowing because these these states are like intentionally sabotaging themselves to stay in power to keep red the conservatives in power but in doing so the foundations of what they are striving to rule are literally crumbling yes like it's just mind it's just, no it's interesting it's so weird to think about I know it is and I agree but. So I think our my my fear is that not enough is going to be done in terms of student debt forgiveness and also education reform. I don't think enough is going to get done. That's my big fear, I guess. With Biden, yeah, I, don't I don't think know. he's. I don't think his policies and positions are strong. That's enough. That's the fear with everything with Biden, though, is that his his policies and he's not doesn't have a strong enough stance on it. The question will really be what he's willing to bend on and what he's really not willing to bend on. Because yeah. I think we can agree, we know he's going to bend somewhere. Like the the line is somewhere. But the crazy thing but where is, is, it? is Nobody right knows. now, he doesn't have to. We have the House. We have I know. the Senate. We have the presidency. The I only know. thing we don't have is the Supreme Court. And maybe he'll do something about that. But he won't. There's no way. If they, if they do that, it sets such a dangerous precedent that if Republicans ever get back in power, they're going to go. But the this president is the problem. doesn't run the country. I think that's why it's so disappointing to have Biden. Because it's like, man, if we had a Bernie, if we had an Elizabeth Warren, even even some like Amy Klobuchar or whatever her name was, if we had like Andrew Yang, if we had somebody that was a little bit more progressive. Well, he has his own. I'm aware. But if we had someone who's a little bit more progressive. He's running for mayor of New York City. I told you about that. Yeah. And I told you his big faux pas. Yeah. Faux pas. I feel like the reason he's not going to get it is because he said, he in an interview, he was like, can you imagine having two children do Zoom school in a two-bedroom apartment in Manhattan? And all of Manhattan was like, why, yes, we can imagine that. Because he was trying to explain why he left New York City, like, to live yeah. part-time somewhere else because of his kids, and he didn't want to be stuck in an apartment doing Zoom. I was like, wow, <laughs> that yeah. campaign just ended before it even started. Yeah, but, I mean, I think the biggest issues he needs to address are Biden in general talked about education we yeah. talked about which is honestly relatively low on the list but we talked about covid number one number two fixing the economy 
Number three, maybe not in this order, but number three, something we, we need to see systemic change. And we need to see acknowledgement that the, there's systemic racism in America. And do I think that there's going to be police reform under these under this administration? I don't. At no, all. me neither. I don't think there's going to be. Police I don't have reform. a lot of hope for police reform. I I honestly, I'm hoping that you know, and I really this would be the perfect place for Kamala Harris to spearhead a lot of this. I, I see. Know. I hope we see some changes. But realistically, I, I don't think this is the administration that's going to happen. Under. No. So I, who knows? I will say I think that they might do something in the sense of I think that they will make um, the KKK and the Proud Boys. I think they yeah. will say that they are But that's not really, terrorist but that's not really doing something, though. This is the problem. It puts them, if they are convicted of something, it's a much higher sentence and there's much higher consequence. Having actual consequences for people that do these things is doing at least something. But then, but then people just, I mean, they just won't be as open about it. You know what I mean? But isn't that a start? Real, isn't that where we want to go with this? Yeah, but it's still not enough. Is the thing it? Is, no, I, real I, don't, racial, I don't. I don't. I don't. Moving towards but... real racial equality takes hard work. I agree. It takes completely overriding and revamping systems that were built on systemic racism and have racism in every fiber of their being, every policy, every everything about the system. Mm-hmm. And I think that Democrats, as it currently stands won't do that because they want the people to have something to be mad about. Do you know what I mean? Interesting. This is this okay. is the sad thing about it. That's interesting. Republicans are bad because they they appeal to their base. But I think the Democrats they the, this is the problem with politics is it you you benefit when people are suffering. That's interesting. Po- politicians benefit when people are suffering. Mm. And I don't think that the Democrats will take I, there's never going to be a sweeping fixing everything one because it's it's tough and it takes a lot of hard work and it will take literal generations to do mm-hmm. but also because then people have nothing to be outraged about very true so i don't know that's that's how I feel that's it. super super interesting and at what cost which is unfortunate well what, unfortunate. and at what cost because it's the cost of marginalized communities yeah not being somebody, able to live i went to a really good pd at my school where some somebody said it was something like it was about racial equality in schools and it was something about um i don't remember the exact quote but it was something like we were watched this video clip and in it this guy was like you know everyone keeps telling he was an african-american dude and he was like Everybody keeps telling me that I just have to wait, but my, that's what they told my grandparents. My mm-hmm. grandparents died waiting. My parents died waiting. I'm going to die waiting. Do my kids have to die waiting too? And it's like, that's such a good point. It's like, this is something that needs to be done now, and I just don't, I, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen because I think a lot of the support for the BLM movement and this is going to disappear now that there's not a Republican in office. And it's really unfortunate. Well, I think it's hard, too, because we, as just, like, activists and people who care about these causes and people who are on those causes, like, there's nothing you can do if the politicians won't do anything. And getting politicians elected that will do something because of capitalism, because of corporate greed, because of, you know, campaign funding, it is hard to get those types of candidates in office. It's hard to get the people that want to change it in office. And even when they get there, there's we've just talked about 10, but this website has a list of 50 things that Biden's going to be working on. You, know what? you get that's distracted. A that, that's a big part of it. But like 
not to put us on blast here, but even look look at what we did in the course of this podcast. The, we talked about the issues that affected us first. Do you know what I mean? The first three issues that we brought up in this podcast was the issues that affected us. And we both try to be the best allies we can be in all aspects of life, but obviously everyone still has a long way to go, right? And it's just there's a little bit of human nature at play that people will always care about on some level the issues that affects that affect them the most most people yeah i think the bottom line is acknowledging privilege is a huge facet of that because you're right like we acknowledge what happens to us first in this podcast because that's what we wanted to talk about because that's what affects us so if we don't acknowledge that like if people continue to not acknowledge their privilege i think that's a huge issue i do think to joe biden's credit and kamala harris's credit they acknowledge the privileges that they've been given in life in certain aspects. I don't, I don't think they do. I think they're just normal politicians that, I mean, even Kamala Harris, like she was so pro-police and doesn't didn't even acknowledge the need for police reform when she was in her previous job. But you can say the same thing about somebody like Bernie Sanders didn't support the LGBTQIA plus community in his early years. He didn't think that they needed act- activism or help. He thought there were bigger issues than the LGBTQA plus community. And now he understands the seriousness of it. So I think you have to give people chances who had previous political beliefs. Maybe, but I'm just not hopeful. Yeah, I get that. The problem with politicians is by the time they get to power, they're already bought out. Yeah. Like they've already, well, they've that, already, they've yeah. already done. Uh, yeah. tra- they, people don't get elected and magically change their stances because they want to keep power. Well, politics is is inherently flawed. I mean, all the other things in here are, you know, typical kind of democratic policies. I don't think there's anything that's like jumping out at me, um, you know, and the opioid crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Like stuff like that. So I think, you know, basically, I think just let, let's summarize, I guess, to end. Yeah. I think to summarize, we don't really know what to expect from Joe Biden. And I think at least we know it will be better than what we've been getting. But I think a lot of people are going to be disappointed at the end of four years. And that makes me sad because we're in such a good position right now that the Democrats have everything. My kind of one sentence summary is better than what we had, but still not good enough. That's what I'm expecting. And I'm hoping that in 2024, instead of saying, well, it's easier to reelect Joe Biden, Democrats in the DNC, even if he chooses to rerun, will pick a new candidate that is more progressive and is more what the Democratic Party, like the more, you know. With a, I, a, I hope they do that, but. A less moderate candidate. I hope they do that, but who knows? I think he might be our last moderate candidate that we ever have. I don't think so. I think he will be. Four year, maybe maybe the next person who runs will be, but. I think everything's getting too radicalized on both sides for us to continue to have a moderate president. Yeah, but that's, I think that that's just how politics is. You, Maybe. Uh, it's just how it is, you know? What, finally, I forgot to mention this, though, but what do you think about the taxes? You know, I said he's going to raise it to 35, 35% if you make over $400,000 a year. Listen, taxes are a complicated issue because high, there's nothing wrong with high taxes as long as you provide support services for peop, for the bottom, you know, bottom 80% That of people, people can see. Which you can't fund unless you move the budget around, which who knows if that'll happen, or you increase taxes. So it's kind of a chicken before the egg thing. I think increase taxes and then put it towards good use. That's what I would like to see happen. Tax the rich. Tax the rich. Tax the 1%. Tax businesses. 
Yeah. You know, like, no, I agree. it's okay. pretty, pretty simple stuff. I feel like I like his tax plan actually a lot. I've looked into it a little bit more just because our taxes might change a little bit under it. So I've looked into it and I actually really like his tax plan. I think it's really good. I think people who don't like it maybe don't really understand. Well, probably are rich people or don't fully understand like what it actually says. It's interesting. Yeah. That's pretty much our hopes and fears. We'll see you guys on inauguration day. I feel like that'll be a, well, shit what show you, what do you mean we'll see you maybe we'll live stream it maybe do you want to no i'm not going to do that <laughs> no but um i don't want to put ourselves up to that but i think it's going to be kind of a shit show but i think one way or another biden's getting inaugurated and that's all that really matters yeah. so what's our topic for the next podcast we're going to do uh the random topics so actually that's a great segue we decided that once a month we're going to do a random topics podcast and basically we're going to ask you guys on instagram and twitter and also in the comments to leave a random topic down below. We'll pick a bunch of them, put it in a bowl, and then we'll pull out, and for the podcast, we'll pull out like four or five topics, and we'll just give our opinions on it no matter what it is. I don't know if once every month. That might be too much. We'll have to see. I think it'd be a good monthly. That's, that's one out of every four podcasts. It's 25% of our podcasts being on the same topic. That's yeah, a series. So but it it's be, not the same topic. It's all different wouldn't topics. Wouldn't it be better to do like one out of the eight? Like bi-monthly? Yeah, because then it's... Like okay, bi-monthly we'll be doing <laughs> these podcasts. We'll see. I, I think it'll be a fun way to just talk about things that you guys want us to talk about versus ideas that we come up with. But I think also um, the one after that, we're going to have it be a little bit more... I think we're doing the reading people's secrets after that. Well, when are we going to do the ranking one? Soon. We're going to do we're gonna do more fun ones after this next one, just because we've done two in a row that are kind of bummers, you know? Three in a row. Political ones. So I think it'll be... No, our first podcast back was... It was the 2020. That was a good one. What do you have to say for yourself, Stella? <laughs> I want food. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. She just wants free treats for all puppies. Listening. I know. That's her platform. <laughs> Vote for Stella, 2024. All right. Thank you guys so much for watching, listening. We appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week, next Sunday. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye.